Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the daily CEO, I'm sorry, the daily morning call with the ATSJR company. 
I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to our founder, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. himself to get us rolling this morning. I hope you're taking notes. So when your business, when you have over hundreds of thousands of employees, you know how to run your your daily morning meetings for your multi-billion dollar business. Mr. Smith, floor is yours. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You want to... Uh, always be aware of what's happening in your environment your business has an environment right like your business has an environment it's not just a environment your business sits in the middle of an environment too you need to account for that as well so let's start off with a few things first anything there are about 2,400 new things happening inside of the, the university in which all of you are going to get, or maybe most of you, you will get at no additional charge, depends on what level you're at. About 2,400, that's not an exaggeration. That's a real number. That being said, let's pause for a second. Does anyone want something specific that you would like to have so you can take advantage of, so you can make a lot of money, as in millionaire in the making, like my friend has on her name? <laughs> there you go. Anybody want to see something specific? I know investing is one of them because many of you are, are, are sending that, my, that energy my way. Write this down for me, please. Investing. I know that's one of them. Anything else? Real, Real estate. estate. Real estate. All right. Real estate is another. Okay. Yep. There's going to be... Let me see if I'm going to pull it up. Hold on real quick, let me be boring just for a second because last time I tried to pull this up, I couldn't find it. There we go. So here's one. All right, what I'm going to do here pretty soon is you're gonna learn all of this, all of this. This is my personal real estate stuff in order. Don't worry about it, it's just a lot. It's, it's okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then, I know what this is. I'm going to copy somebody's stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was reading this book and I wanted to get some notes. And then, there's one more in here that tells you, maybe it's just called ATS Real Estate. Let's find out. Let's see if it literally says ATS real estate. Anyway, one day when I ever find this note, I keep trying to find it, there is a whole, I don't know. I mean, I can't even, there's over a thousand hours of real estate that you're gonna get. I, I, I keep trying to find the notes. There's over a thousand hours over from everything from subject to which is a type of deal so i'm an investor which means that i do investing type things i do not do real estate agent type things 
there's no need. There's absolutely no need. If you want a job, go be a real estate agent and then have the illusion that you're an entrepreneur. You're not. You work for the broker. Sorry, that's the way it works. If you did not know that, that's the way it works. Okay. So I'm an investor. So you're going to learn everything from investor standpoint. And most of that, most of that will be in 4k. And then in two weeks, not this week, but probably the next Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday, as long as availability continues, you all will meet my friend, my friend that has billions of dollars of real estate. Do y'all like that? No? All right. He's going to come teach with me Friday. No, they don't like that at all. All right. At He's time. going to. All right. <laughs> the 12 o'clock call. Like we'll make sure, yeah, we'll make sure everybody get a replay. But he's going to teach, and I believe. Do you remember what what we were talking about? It was I know it had creative finance, and it was and, um, how to how to make good deals. I'll say it on the microphone. It was also how to make good deals, and then oh, yes. how he's going to okay how to make good deals and how to buy apartment complexes without using all your money how yes how to get yes how to get what we call trade lines to invest in companies and real estate all sorts of stuff so if you know what a trade line is then you understand how powerful that's going to be get ready for that so real estate so investing i still need this list though I need this list sent to me that I'm talking investing because this is this is the hot list. Investing in real estate. I know these two. Law, that jacket is awesome. That jacket is awesome. That jacket is awesome. Thank you kindly. I couldn't figure out which one I was gonna wear. I got two of them. I got this. Got this little spiffy one right here. You know, it's got these designs up in it. You see, you know, it's got these designs. But this I'm actually, one, I'm actually repurposing it because this jacket was from my big boy days, oh. and I'm just using it as an oversized coat. So you can get away with anything, people. Look at Fashion you. is what you say it is. Now what they right. say it is. Oh, that's right. Go ahead, go ahead. And this, but I just went with Joseph A. Banks today. I just, you know, you can't, you can't beat. You just can't be Joseph A. Banks. You just can't. Well, one day I look forward to saying the same thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it just it fits so well, and it it just looks expensive because it is. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So we got investing, and we have real estate. What else? That's pressing. You just say, Antonio. Please, can I have this? Please. For me personally, um, it would be the best way to become a personality because that's what my aspirations is. It is to host, it is to be an MC, is to do things like that. Uh, yeah. Good. That's real good. Wow. Wow. That's real good. I like that too. Yeah, and I can teach you because that, I'm, I'm me, I am one. Would that be part of branding? It would be. 
but it's more specific branding. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. It's aimed at becoming an influencer and yes, and and getting paid from your flaws, really. <laughs> it's really what it is. Getting paid from your flaws because the stuff they pay entertainers for is flaws. We just call them talents. Denzel, come lie to me for 90 minutes, please. Please, please, right? That's basically what Denzel is doing for 90 minutes. It's taking his flaws, his lies, and making you believe that he is an assassin, right? <laughs> the good stuff. All right, good stuff. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Now, so becoming a personality. All right, good stuff. Who's next? Very specific. Like, what is what is okay, Diana has one. One time you talked about the difference between being wealthy and being globally wealthy. I want the steps of becoming I want Oprah and Beyonce money. That's the global wealth you was talking about. Like, no matter where they are on the globe. Nikki give you an amen. I got you, Miss Nikki. I got you. Okay. All right. Good. Just write that down. And then write down the facts of world hunger. We need to just put that in chat. Kara, I saw you unmute your mic. I forgot what I was going to say when I think about it again. <laughs> it just slipped my mind. I got into you. <laughs> Diana started talking about global money. And then, you know, you, you, you said, well, let's do that one then, Diana. Let's see right here. I got you. I ain't mad at you. All right. Who else? Let's see. Oh, millionaire in the making. What's happening? That's me in the flesh. <laughs> um, I would like to get high ticket um, contacts or high ticket. High ticket clients. Yeah, clients. That's what it's called. Yeah, there's a whole Because I, I am a personality, but I want to get sponsorship. I want to have the whole package deal. Although that's two totally different things. All right. So she wants high ticket clients. So I'm going to be in all the classes. Just sign me up. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And she wants to get sponsorship. That took us a while to learn how to do. That that took trial and error. From, so when I when I teach that, please know it comes from a lot of losing. We tried many a times to get sponsors. We tried to do. I tell you, is that, as soon as you try to do your own event, you can be like, "Oh yeah, I can afford doing my own event." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we give you the menu, the, the venue for free." Oh man, that's so awesome. Yes. And then we just charge for food. Oh, that's even better because you know now I don't have to you know get a caterer. Oh yeah, it's gonna be ninety dollars a meal, huh? Oh yeah. And how long is your event? Well, that's eight to five. Okay, so you're gonna need three meals, huh? But I wanted a hundred people, so that's ninety-nine times three times a hundred. So now is so now you want me to sign a hundred and forty-four thousand dollar contract? Wait a minute, now I need some sponsorship, and that's that's how that comes across. If y'all don't know the struggle, that is the struggle. Let me tell you. 
All right, you got Sugar, got Michelle Black, and I'm pretty, and Carol. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me switch the order. Let me switch the order. Carol, Sugar, Michelle Black. Go ahead, Carol. Thank you. Before I forget again, <laughs> <laughs> um, how to negotiate up. Yes. We're just going to call it the art of negotiation. I got that. I got that down. I actually have a whole. I read a book, wrote a course like three years ago and never, <laughs> ever taught it. You see it in my notes. Yep. Never, ever taught it. Wow. Wow. Look at that coming back full circle. Good job, Karen. That's good. That's good. I actually thought people would think it was boring. Sure did. So I didn't do it. Yep. Didn't do it. Now, there's a good book on negotiating called Never Split the Difference by an FBI agent, a former FBI agent. It's on negotiating. Fantastic. Read that book. Thank you, stuff. All the negotiation. Sugar. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Some silver slipper investments. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, we're going to call it just that, too. Silver slipper investments. That is actually the best thing I've heard so far. That is. That is because that is. If you 55 and up, send your money here. Take it out at this time. Be careful. Don't try to get big gains. Don't lose everything. Let me show you what to do. That's good. Or... I got a question. Okay, got you. Where did that term come from? Because in my gym, they call it also silver sneaker workouts. And I didn't know what the term was until I showed up to the class and it was just me and a bunch of... Silver sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was until a week ago when they mentioned it for the first but, time here. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I like silver slippers. That's how that's cool. But where did the term come from? It's referencing the great hair, and most uh, of have the silver hair, the gray hair. And the so we didn't, we didn't mind to be called the senior citizens or the old group gang. Silver so. fox. Oh, okay. Teach me something. They should have just called me the silver baby because I was born with it. <laughs> I'm gonna be cool like Jerry when I get the silver. I'm going I'm getting a whole ponytail. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You say you look like I was just gonna ask Doctor Trask what the color of her hair was. I was thinking about changing my color. Oh, yeah. Mine is called Heaven Culture, and it's sky blue. Sky blue. Okay. Sky blue. Yeah. Well, mine is called Curly. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. All right. That, no, that's, that's good. That is, that is real good. We get some good stuff. And here's the crazy thing, y'all. With the exception of three of these, three, the three common ones, I expected... It's the two common. I expected investing. I expected real estate. Silver slipper investing is not investing. Those are two different things. That's niche investing, okay? With the exception of two of these, everything else, I didn't see coming. This is why you ask your market. 
This is why. Okay, remember that. Michelle Black, let me hear from you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I really was blessed by that. I think it was my second, first or second day when I joined One Business Away and you showed the various types. You said S, B, S for self-employed. But you also showed how important it was to have certain income to pay for certain aspects of your household bills, yep. like your house, your car, your, house, your household bills. So maybe teaching a class, um, I don't know, I guess this is more of a one-on-one -on -one personal type mm -mm, style, mm -mm. Mm -mm. but you know, help, huh? I can teach that, and it's got to be a help course. It can't be a class. Okay. Well, I mean, yes, but maybe you know, you. I would say that it helped me. Um, oh, yeah. Now I just got to figure out how, what, which income I, I need to market and set strong to yep. pay for certain bills. Um, also, I have the problem of undercharging myself. So I mm. asked about mm. how to mm. price mm. your services accordingly to mm. your experience mm. and your worth. Um, and last but not least, how to trade. I don't know if that's really, I know that's important. You mm -hmm. know, how to trade, how to put money in and know when to pull out and all that wonderful stuff. So mm. those just those mm -hmm. three along with everybody else. But the knowing how to have certain income to pay for certain expenses and definitely teach a class of how to um, charge mm -hmm. appropriately, choosing the right price for your services. All right. Mastering your personal finances. Thank you. That's, she, she, that's us. She blessing y'all. <laughs> how to price your services according to your work. Yeah. Oh, pricing for profit is what you, yeah. Yes, pricing for profit is what that is. I'm trying to put this third one into words. She had the same problem. How many, how many, how, who else besides Patricia and Michelle have a problem with undercharging your, your, your products? Let me see. Keep your hands up. That's damn near half the honors. All right. That's, oh, that's more than half now. Oh, that's way more than half now. <laughs> yeah. That's, all right. Thank you. That's way more than half. Yes, ma'am. I think the, um, sometimes the issue is not even that you're underpricing, but you're not sure of what the pricing, you know, should be. So then you just, you know, choose something that you think is appropriate. No doubt. I, I think. No matter what the issue is, I think y'all saying, can we get a solution, please? I think that's what's... <laughs> I know that's right. That was, that was about 80% of y'all. That's coming first. Okay? That's coming first. So I need you to put that and copy, recopy and paste your list. Put that at the top. That was, that was too strong. For that to be delayed. Come on, Vanessa. Okay. Yeah. I um I'm, a, I'm working on this third one because it it could kind of be in the trading, but she was saying she had a different nuance there. Go ahead, Vanessa. I just wanted to um point out I got you, Shaker. Keep going, Vanessa. Um putting together your products. 
you know, mm -hmm. packaging your material. Like okay. I give too much material. I need to know how to curve it and, you know. Well, got you. All right. We'll, 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 what you're saying is super important. So I have a lot of materials. I have a lot of stuff and it's good stuff. And I don't want to just throw it away, put it to the side, but how to, you know, it's like I've created books and then I didn't even know I had books. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe put it in a composition and not a book. But no doubt. Packaging no doubt. your product. Let's call it packaging your product for okay. right now. Okay. Vanessa, and there's a course you probably haven't taken because there's so many here. Okay. It's called How to Multiply My Money. Okay. All right. And I address this in nine steps. Okay. So take that for I an will. immediate blessing. And okay. I'm going to go into, yeah, I'm going to honor your request and go into super duper incredible detail you know after but then you have a good foundation though before you take that good stuff well right. okay thank you uh, mm -hmm. antonio i'll let you know how that okay. really comes out yeah and listen y'all that's a big that's a real problem that's yeah, vanessa just brought up yeah yeah you ain't lying that's a real problem that is a real problem vanessa brought up that is is how do you especially if you are in the the silver sneakers generation because you've been taught sell the sizzle not state mm. and that doesn't work anymore because this is the information age so you it's, it's a major adjustment it's a major mm -hmm. major adjustment because if you sell too little mm -hmm. then the internet is going to crush you yes if you sell too much too early then you don't have nowhere to go higher mm-hmm Exactly. Yeah, and this is a major, major issue. Hey, Antonio, one more yes, thing. Uh -huh. Can I? Okay. What if, like, I'm, I, I would love to do Saturday, what do you call them, lunch? What you call those things? The lunch meetings, brunches? Yeah, you know, like on Saturdays, where they start coming in, like on Friday. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. You're talking about conferences. You're talking about the, the and, seminars and stuff yes, like that. Yes, and they, and they end on Saturday, Sundays, maybe like around 12. Yeah. And charge, you know, I, I would love to just teach on not how to manage your time, but although it might be a time management piece. I got you. Wording that different to people won't feel like, oh, I, I know how to do that and it not mm -hmm. be boring. It's, it's that kind of thing I would love to do. All right, then. So I would go maximizing your time like a millionaire is, is what oh, okay. I assume that's what you're asking. How do, because there's a lot of stuff that I do that literally steals me back five, six hours a day. Wow. Yeah. I've seen some of your, your cards and your videos. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> it is so it's dope. Yeah, I know <laughs> as that's they say. Yeah, I know, I know that's long. Yeah, really. It's like I want to do that. You Wait you know, you, you bring that kind back. of bling. <laughs> I mean, like, oh my God, they want that's they it. are going to want to come in. That's it. Maximizing like your time that. like a millionaire. 
Okay. Because we do a lot of stuff differently. Okay, I saw okay. Carol, I believe, and then Law. Maybe missing somebody there. Oh, Carol has a question in the chat too. How do you make your story into several courses? You got a hell of a story too, Carol. The the easiest way, actually the most effective way to do that is going to be recognizing the theme inside of each movement of your story and then sell that theme. Okay, mm-hmm. because the theme is universal. Yes. I remember she she gave a story, a part of her story where she almost died. I I let her tell her story. And by died I meant murdered, died. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you got a couple of things like, you know, do you do you want to be murdered? It's a theme. Mm-hmm. That's a theme. And then you can flip that into don't let no one else take your life and that can become both physical and mental and then spiritual and just don't live a life in which you put yourself in a position where someone else can take it in the first place so now you just pulled out four courses out of that one incident because if you take the eat the theme is what makes speakers powerful. It's the, because the theme is universal. It is what, it's what escapes past religion and different denominations. Because if, I'm, if I open up, and I actually, I always do this every time before I talk, it doesn't matter here or like this Zoom on stage, I always ask a question that opens everybody up and it's always a thematic question like who's tired of missing customers everybody go yeah okay on stage i'm trying to be emotional have you ever been hurt and everybody go hell yes (laughs) (laughs) i damn near didn't come in this morning i mean you know you understand right you know stuff like that because the themes are relevant across cultures Karen, that's what I would do. I would take my story and then recognize, okay, here's a theme. And then you can flip that theme to, you know, mind, body, soul, because that's what you do for a living. You know, so many different things. That's what I would do. I wouldn't even focus on trying to tell my story greatly. I would focus on pulling great themes out my story. And then you can just take your time with your story. Yeah, that's what I would do. I think that would be the greatest advice that I could. It's probably probably the greatest stuff I'm going to say all day because that was actually pretty. Thank good. you. Yep, yep. It was. Think, Law. I believe I saw your hand go up. Oh, yes, and then shaker, was... and then shaker, shaker. Go ahead, go ahead, Law. Cause I know you at work. I was wondering if Ms. Vanessa, the year, the program in which you were talking about, was that geared to a specific generation or was it for everyone? Because sometimes I find the most difficult time trying to get my mother to understand time management. It's just like it's non-existent, like at all. <laughs> I, for me, it's both. You know, I love young people and I love, you know, for me, it's, it's always about, like Susan always says, it's about bringing some type of joy. You know, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but it's both. 
the first time I did a time management piece was for Goodwill. And that's a mixed environment, you know, middle, I mean, like 20 year old, 30, 40, 50, and 60 year old. And I don't know if you know that the, um, the time management piece that I have, it's, it's very hands-on, it's very visual. It, it requires you actually developing a system inside of your, your business or your workspace, whatever. And, but it's very hand-on. But I mean, if you could just get people to do it, like Les Brown, he brings all of the, you know, the energy and the zeal. He just make you want to get up and do it, you know, whether you think you can do it or not. That's true. And uh, this was another question, Antonio. I was um, a little overweight, um, you know, one too long ago, and I was still into some foods that was making me sort of hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like feeling some kind of way about getting on stage, standing for a long period of time. Yep. So I had some embar embarrassment around, you know, standing at a podium at a long period of time and needing to sit down at some point. Mm -hmm. Do speakers do that? I noticed Les Brown, he started doing it for a little while. He would stand, and then the next thing you would see him sort of do, maybe an hour or two later, he's sitting, you know, on the stool. So how would you address that? And that's the reason why I sort of pulled back, you know, um, trying to find another way to do this piece with uh, personal development, coaching and training, and, and, and creating another platform for it. But now, so I don't know. Um, hey, no, no, no. I got you. I got you. Hold on. Let me. I'm gonna okay. have your friends, Phil and Susan, answer your question. But let me pause okay. real quick before I do that. Shaker. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Ask your question, man. Yes, sir. My question is with regards to um, you had talked about uh, resource economy. Yep. Mm -hmm. See, when uh, is it something that you see? being embraced in the next one. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news Two, five, ten, twenty years oh. if so then hoping that i'm going to be you know alive then i would like to invest what is it that i wish to i need to be investing what should i be focusing on yeah no that's doubt. number one number right. two mm -hmm. uh next generation education yeah how is it going to look like? And therefore, how like should 
prepared <laughs> you know because mm-hmm. it did not take long for uh, netflix to reach where it is now nope. of course yeah. it did uh, but the way it is now leapfrogging is is it is by leaps and bounds so what is next generation education going to look like yep That's is it going to be what used to be you know like how i and you studied and most of us did but now it is it is literally changing and i think many adults over here at least in india are yeah, finding it literally difficult to even yeah, yeah come to terms with that kind of education you know so, so what is it going to look like and how should i be prepared because i'm going to be into that i see that that kind of a tornado coming and i have to be catering to that kind you know i have to make sure that you don't get an education for the heck of getting an education you get an education to be useful to the society around you yeah that's that's good God. no yeah so right you so you wrote that down for me the second half the first one was what is is resource based economy going to be catchable here in the next couple of years, 10 years. And if so, how do I invest? That was the first one. And the second one was what does education look like in the future? And how should I get ready for it? And then again, how can I invest or take advantage of that? Okay. The first one was, is a resource-based economy going to be I just said catchable. Is, 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 it, is people going to resist it in the next one year, five year, 10 years? Okay. All right. Send that. All right. Now, Susan. Van- oh, go ahead, Vanessa. Okay. One more quick thing. Back to law right. question. Okay. I, I, I saw time management, especially being um, a very good piece for single women who had children. And I saw where the time management piece would be very beneficial for a single parent who struggles with juggling their time. And if they took the not the information from the time management piece and applied it in their personal home situation, I saw where that piece would really have been good because it, it determines everything. It, it determines your focus. You know, how you see yourself going forward. And it just had a bunch of good stuff in there that anybody could use. And most companies, you know, use that stuff, but you can bring it home as well. So I hope I answered your question, Law. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. All right, this is just to set the stage. Who's that talking? Thank you, Antonio. No problem. Okay. Well, let me set the stage for you, Susan, real quick. The Susan, how can I speak on stage without the stigma or, you know, because concerning my health, do other speakers do it? Can I still be successful? Is my audience going to, am I going to lose credibility when I need a chair? Can I even be a motivational or transformational speaker with health issues? Can you help me? Okay, there you go. All, the answer to all of those is yes. Um, but I want to first, bef- before moving forward, address Carol's. When you um, talked about themes. Yes, ma'am. And that is for everyone on this call. Take everything that you have 
and create themes from that. And then from there, you, you create programs and you create parts of programs that you can package into one complete presentation or workshop. <clears throat> so I wanted to make sure everyone picked up on that and- Good point. Yeah. And, and to Vanessa's question, sometimes when you're sitting down, it's more intimate and the audience feels closer to you. And especially if it's a smaller group or if it's a workshop that's a half a day or full day, you can do a combination of both. And then if it's a keynote and you've got a large audience, and Phil can address this, when you've got 5,000 people in your audience and you're, on, you're up on a big stage, you project your voice, your movements, everything that you do is bigger because you have to reach the people all the way in the back. So all your movements are larger, um, all your gestures are larger so that it, it projects out to the entire audience. And for you see with Les, he has a large stool and I've, I've worked with him on this. I mean, there's times before he goes on stage, we have a bed in the back or a large couch where he can rest beforehand. Or if Ona comes out and speaks, he'll go back and rest and then come back on stage. He'll team up with her to make it easier on him. But he has, he's so beloved and has such wisdom that people want to hear that no matter what. So, so you see a higher stool that they, they sit on if they're up on a stage. But if you've got a smaller group, you can pull your chair out and get right up with them and talk with them. I know Phil did something not long ago um, with Hippocrates Health Institute. And it was a, I think it was um, maybe a half a day or full day. Well, I guess it was half a day because we had lunch. And, and he, he started, you know, standing, but so many questions were asked, and especially, you know, when they're raising their hands, asked a question, you know, you pull up a chair and you get right in there with them. And that's where they feel really special and that you really care and the importance of it all. So that's how I would handle it. Phil, you can add all your good wisdom. there yeah um which to what of the much wisdom i have do you want me to add feel my pain everyone <laughs> well to the themes i would say and then what's answer. the question Feel, I feel like I can't get on stage because my diabetes, I have to sit down, my health is, um, you know, if I stand up for five hours straight, that may cause, you know, health problems for me. And I'm wondering if other speakers sit down on stage and can I even be a motivational speaker with health problems? And should I at 55, you know, come up with a new way to start speaking 
or is there something that you can help me with around this this angle is what Vanessa was asking. Well, I think it all comes down to your passion of wanting to make a difference. If you are sincerely in this career, if you're sincerely that you've been placed on this planet to help people improve their lives, you'll find a way to get up there and get it done. Even if it's you, you got to be disclosure, hey, I've got diabetes or and I've got multiple sclerosis. Or I've got, I mean, there are speakers that speak with all kinds of different challenges and they just use that challenge as an example of what they're trying or what they're working to overcome. It's part of you. It's part of your message. I, as long as you're authentic, as long as you're transparent, as long as you're sincere and real, the people in the audience that will accept that kind of message will be attracted to you and want to draw from you. Now, the people that won't, they won't. I mean, the people that are cynical, the people that are judgmental, the people that are going through their own challenges or maybe going through their own uh, uh, troubles, they're going to choose to judge you the way they want to choose to judge you through the lens they look at you through. So it, it starts with you and your really sincerity of why are you doing this? And if, if you can answer that question that, well, I'm doing this because I believe I've got information that if somebody takes my information and uses it, it'll make a difference in their life. Then you'll work through all that other stuff. And even in some cases, use that stuff as an example of how you overcame this stuff and then they can go out there and overcome it themselves. There you go. Some of the some of the greatest speakers. Yeah, I just see what Jerry just said, Nick, um, that he just put in chat. Nick, I mean, we saw him years and years ago, and and he has just grown and grown and grown through the years. And Christopher Reeve, watching him perform, doing his presentation, it goes on and on and on. Some of the great speakers overcoming being overcomers. I mean, we're all yeah, over, whether it's something that's external, that's visible or internal. So you need to look at it that way. Hey, you talk about having a message when you watch Nick, I don't know if you've seen him, Antonio. Oh yeah. Uh, but man, man, he gets, he gets right to your soul. Just, just immediately. It's incredible. Yeah, I ain't missing nothing like that, uh, Jerry. <laughs> oh, no, no, he's too, he's he's too good. And then his, the presentation of him in itself makes you say, "Well, I'm tripping." You know, yeah, yeah. You think you're uh, having a bad day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm clearly not worthy right now. Or also, you think, we have or some. You or you think, man, if I had no arms and no legs, then I could be successful. <laughs> she writes <laughs> exactly we have a friend exactly. who had a, was a burn victim and just totally and then one of our good friends who's in the secret you know was in the, mm -hmm. the plane crash and you know we just spoke with him the other day oh, nice. what what he went through uh, but there was something else that i was oh i just scrolled over to see if she was on our own Shermanda. 
Um, she was in a wheelchair, just got out of the wheelchair, uses a cane. And I remember on stage at the Les Brown event, her in the wheelchair. I remember talking to her on the phone so much, you know, when I was there and, and seeing that she got to the event and other speakers brought her to the event and then she spoke. And when she was in the wheelchair, she was able to pull herself up at the very end and, you know, wobbly stand there with the cane for a few seconds. And her presentation, it was just, it was just beautiful. So we have, we have that within our, within our group here. Yeah. And I, there are other people as well. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw her speak, I was just mesmerized. Just stood on stage in a wheelchair with a tennis ball in her hand. She's a beautiful soul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very dear friend. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before. I've never seen anything like that before. So no doubt. How can I be in demand as a paid master speaker? You can get the coaching services of Phil and Susan to get that done faster. That is for sure. Phil and Susan are our master speakers over the Bureau of Dominant Speaker. We got a whole section for that. Yeah, I make sure this woman gets hooked up with some, some elite classes and at least make a connection with Phil and Susan because we would definitely turn you into a master speaker in which you get paid. She put the thumbs up. Thumbs up. As, make as sure long she as, knows about the bureau. Well, as long as you're willing to do the work. As long as you're willing to do the work. Remember the formula. It's 20% how-tos. And that's what we'll provide. We'll provide you with all the how-tos you'll need to know. That's what the bureau provides to you. That's what uh, uh, our whole focus is. Here's how you do it. Then it's 30% why-tos. Okay, why are you doing this? What's your, what's your self-motivation? What's gonna get you through to get this done? And then 50%, do you have the willpower? Do you have the self-discipline? Do you have the self-control to do the things you need to do to be successful? So the how-tos are the easy part. It's what's the will-tos and the why-tos is what you need to work on to either make it or not make it. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Thank you, kind sir. You are the man. You are the man. Now, I was just told Michelle Black put something in chat, how to market internationally. Okay. And we need a whole e-commerce section. Whole e-commerce section. That's going to have to be a course. And I know a lot about e-commerce. I just don't like it. I don't, but I mean, we we did take our entire business is e-commerce, e but more than that, we took eBay from two thousand five no $250 a month to $225,000 a month. So I, I'd say, I'd say we can do some e-commerce. <laughs> say we can do some e-commerce. Need a whole section there because if you can have e-commerce powering whatever you do, you'll be great. Okay, you'll be great there. Anybody else? Well, Antonio. Yes, sir. The first question I would ask is, why do you want to take this international? 
I mean, and again, I can only speak from how I developed our business, how Susan and I developed our business is when we did it, we decided we were going to first focus local, do as much business as we can in central Ohio. And then number two, then in Ohio, there's 11 million people in the state. I can't drive for over three hours and still be in the state of Ohio from where I, where we were. You know, you had to drive four hours to get to San Antonio from Galveston. Yeah. So you might want to ask yourself the question, why do you want to go international? You've got a language issue. You've got the travel issue. You've got the, I mean, I would drill down. What's your motivation of wanting to go international? You know, That's a really good if point. you work local, your marketing costs are less, your travel time's less, you know, traveling, traveling in an airplane gets old after a while. You know, it's just a bus with wings. So, you know, you may think that, wow, that's real cool. But after, after a while, it's like, here I am again. You know, you, you get to go to these places and say, oh, you got to go to L.A.? Yeah, well, what'd you get to see? I got to saw the inside of a plane, the inside of a cab, the inside of a meeting room, the inside of a hotel room, the inside of a cab, the inside of a plane. That's what I got to see on my trip. So I would first examine what's the willpower or why do you want to even do it international? That's a really good point. And anybody would tell you the first step of becoming international is going to always be take care of your own backyard. Anybody's going to tell you that. Anybody's going to tell you that. In fact, I might tell you that a few times because some of y'all are going to try to go international with me. And I'm going to say, well, what about Texas? Have you, have you, have you told people in Houston? about Rekaza, right? <laughs> you're going to have to say that. I'm going to have to say that. Because right? you, you're in Houston all day long, have you? <laughs> you got to take care of your backyard first. That's fantastic. Yeah, I got to get those Germans. I got to get, well, well, you're right. But there's some Americans that's been right there next to you, have you? Yeah. <laughs> Always take care of your backyard first. Because to Phil's point, should should you, you know, reevaluate your desire to go international, and decide yes, I still want to go to international, then if you just focus on your backyard, it's going to be about nine people that have international relatives. Going to be far easier for you because then you have a relationship there, and they can tap into that for you. Okay, it's how we went international. It's not, we didn't do anything different. We didn't do anything different. We found people here that had people there. Like Jerome has Deanna on the phone call with two people from Nigeria. Are they both in Nigeria? Mm -hmm. All right. So, right? Oh, it's you. You on the phone call with them. They're both in Kenya. But that's because Jerome. So, Kenya, depending on how I feel and stuff, could be one of our next places we launch in. It's, and you don't have to be there to speak internationally. You can you can do it remotely, and especially now during these times because of the travel restrictions that are going on now, and will probably continue for the next year. So if you you know don't discount them if they come your way, because there are alternative ways to doing this through webinars and so forth. And most of the time they'll welcome that because it's still an intimate setting with their particular group. 
that you've mm -hmm. customized for them. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So very good question. We would definitely teach that though, market internationally. And now you all know. Take care of your backyard first. I can assure you that would always be a blessing to you. It would always be a blessing to you. Okay, go ahead, Law. If I could just add my two cents, uh, becoming international is awesome and traveling internationally is always awesome. But also keep in mind that the more travel that you do, the more that you beat up your body. So you have to ensure that you're constantly taking care of your body because traveling across the world ain't easy, especially if you are not accustomed to it. And that's just from personal experience traveling to various countries and stuff. So you got to keep your body in check. Well, I can tell you for sure. I've had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> I only gain weight traveling. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> that's, that's how I gained it. It's, that's how I gained it. It's traveling, eating Reese's peanut butter cups and, and you know, everything, everything that has carbs in it. Just, just eating that on the go. You almost need a personal chef. <laughs> you know? yeah. there's, a, there's a millionaire that I know that has one goal, no matter where country he is in it's a him has one goal to beat the sun up to run which leads me to chris because chris does that now where's he at he's he behind me all right there you go. <laughs> don't leave me out to me in that conversation <laughs> he ran this morning monica was like man use the garage no man i'm i'm gonna go on out there to this track beat the sun up but that's a great way to stay fit and traveling is beat the sun up start running no matter where you are no matter doesn't matter the time like and i hope and i need you to take it the way he tells me this isn't about time it's about beating the sun up it's, you travel so much you don't know what time it is but the, we all know that sun is about to come up <laughs> Any beast to Can I add to that? Yes. Hi, guys. What's happening? Um, I'm okay. I'm fine. Just, I, today was a bit of a rough morning because um, my husband just called me. Well, we were talking on the phone earlier, and his his mom, my mother-in-law, she she just had an accident. She fell. Well, she's been feeling weak. She started feeling weak earlier this morning because we're six hours ahead in Nigeria and um, she, she was feeling weak and she fell and he's with her, like they're, they're both together. He, he made the decision to move back with her when, um, when me and the girls got here because he just wanted to be close to her and he also wanted to cut costs of living. So he's, he's, he lives with her and she, she's diabetic. She's, she's not a young woman, she's in her 70s. She had him when she was, she was in her 40s. So um, she's not young and she, she's been diabetic for many years. And um, this morning she, she was feeling weak and she fell. And so he had to rush her to the hospital and she's in hospital right now. So I would just really appreciate it if you guys prayed. I, I would appreciate it if you sent out your love and your light to her. She's, she's 76, so she's, she's not a spring chicken. And um, I, I, I know that she's going to make it through and she's going to come out stronger on the other side. Okay, to add to, um, to the topic of um, 
travel and fitness and all that wait stuff. a minute wait a minute hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on god we come to you right now and pray for our mother-in-law i say our mother-in-law because we are all connected we are one so god we just say right now that we expect healing we're not asking because according to how i grew up my faith we come to the bowl the, the throne of grace boldly so we receive what you already done. Amen. We, we, we participate in the success story and the breakthrough that Abby and, and husband and mother-in-law will have in just a few short moments. God, we know we don't have to leave because you own a cattle of a thousand hills. So if you want it to be done, it shall be done. Amen. Now we ask that you continue to bless this family. As they cut costs, let them find money that, that they shouldn't. Amen. And then as they make money, let them find opportunities that give them more money. Amen. Let the girls continue to be happy Amen. and let the in-laws continue to be respectable. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. There you go. You can ask your business question now. <laughs> thank, you so much for that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So uh, just to add to the point, um, yeah, travel, travel is um, just just to buttress what Law Law and Antonio said. Um, I I have traveled my whole life, so I understand the concept of travel and how stressful it is on the body traveling traveling internationally. So just to add to what they've already said. It's really fitness. Fitness is so important. It's so crucial. So even in wanting to become a speaker in whichever capacity to whatever magnitude you're looking to become a speaker, whether locally, whether internationally, I think the importance of developing fitness and respecting your body enough to take good care of it cannot be under, underestimated or overemphasized. So just wanted to add to that stuff i completely agree trust me i failed so i ain't got a choice you ain't got a choice to agree when you fail you know i'm 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 recovering from the failure go ahead phil well and to remind us all is our goal isn't to become a speaker our goal is to become an expert and speaking is one of the ways in which we get our expertise out there why well, you get paid more that way sure do you pay more that way. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. What I wanted to do is, since all the software is coming out and, and all that good stuff, I've been serving different, I've got this kind of broken down into compartments. Did I get law? I thought I did. Did I get you law? They tell me I didn't get you. I don't know. I'm you did. Find out. Okay, cool. 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 Got him. Got him been breaking everything down by compartments and you were my next compartment because I want to make sure that the folk like you who believe get special privileges and stuff. So let me address Shaker now. Resource-based economy will not be accepted. Okay. This is not going to happen. Right? They're going to call it socialism. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna run ads against me. They're gonna do all sorts of stuff, right? Just, just know that, and it's okay. 
it won't be accepted because the collective consciousness hasn't risen to the level of some individuals. And until then, we're going to continue to have the problems that we have in this world. As a matter of fact, the problems we have in this world are just the vibrational equivalent of our consciousness. Antonio? Yes, sir. On that note, I don't know if you picked up, remember we were talking about customer service, then we talked about student loyalty. Yes, sir. And I think what it needs to be is student engagement. Okay. So you have a loyalty. department of student engagement. We, our, our job is to get our students engaged. I think that's really the term that, that really nails what we're wanting to accomplish. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. So that to me, and I, I'll update on my, on my marketing strategy notes. Absolutely. The second question, Shaker, can you remind me what it was? I know it was in two pieces. It was really good. I told you to write it down. Next, next generation education. It, it looks like this. It's open source learning. It is where the students determine the curriculum because the students are on the front lines. The, the next generation of education is where we don't employ people to employ other employees. We employ people to add quality to the, their lives on that stage where they are specifically. So you're gonna see the merge between technical trade and technical training and, and higher education, they're gonna become one. It's gonna become this one synergy in which there won't be a difference no more. And higher education will eventually fade out. Technical education probably won't, okay? You get in a trade, probably will not. So how, if I were to, uh, if I see, I'm my concern is I have to prepare for. I have to prepare the children for the future. Right? Okay, hold on. Hold on. I tell you what. Yeah. Do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Jump. Make sure he gets the next call information. Okay. Jump on the next call, and let's start off with that. With that, because it's a good one, and it actually sure. leads to sure. training. And I, I catch you in like two minutes. All right, everybody. We'll jump to the next call because we got Pam Norris up at three in the morning. Y'all have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is 
probably the greatest job finder <laughs> that's out there. And that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.